0: Ask me if 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 dr alexander if you wanted to create a bioweapon if you wanted to create a biological weapon today that can slow kill harm and slow kill the population i will tell you bring these mrna gene platforms exactly like this exactly how you have this bring it this is a biological weapon to me that has been released and i have biological terrorism bioterrorism training in my background The reality is what should be shocking people is this. Recently, the FDA approved this bivalent uh, new shot based on the Wuhan strain plus the BA4, BA5 clade subvariant as the component of the vaccine. But what do we know? We know that the only human data came from the BA1 strain. Therefore, it's not even applicable to the BA5. What they have based their decision on with the BA5 that they've just approved the the bivalent shot was based on eight mice, a rodent study. Eight mice have now decided the fate of the United States and potentially the world that follows America. They want to investigate, they want to vaccinate 200 million Americans based on data from eight mice. And we even have information that mice actually got COVID. So the study failed. So we don't understand what's going on with the FDA. The FDA which should be our marquee. It's a hijacked organization. It's hijacked. We don't understand what's going on. They're not safeguarding the health and the welfare of the American people. The CDC fails right now. It's a political organization.
1: Whoa, whoa. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Let's just recap that for two seconds. They released this bivalent booster for two strands. I mean, you know we're under attack if you're listening to this podcast. If you knew this podcast, welcome to the fight. Um, so we know we're under attack. But listen, they tested this bivalent booster on eight mice. Some people will go, oh, we've tested influenza vaccines on without humans before. Nothing new. Dr. Drew has said that. Okay, great. Got it. We'll scratch that. Eight mice. It's supposed to prevent COVID. All eight mice got COVID. All eight. Let me give you a percentage of which ones got COVID from the vaccine. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent of the mice, which is eight of them, you could probably hold them in a bread basket, like in your arms, got COVID. And now they're trying to. Now they bought enough doses of vaccine every person, adult and child in the United States, and as leaders of the free world. A lot of the West and other countries follow our lead. This is preposterous. This is dangerous. This is wrong. This is a clear attack on the American people and many other people. Leave the kids alone. Why do you need to touch the kids? You can attack the the adults. We can fight. That's good. Do not attack the children. This is beyond evil. I don't even need to get into that. Let's get more deeper into this interview. Let me let, let, me let you hear Dr. Paul Alexander's credentials. Well, then we'll get into it some more. And we're going to get into this interview because it's really good. It's meaningful. You need to know about it. You might not know about it. And it's crucial that you do. So here we go. Take a listen.
2: Dr. Paul E. Alexander, PhD. Dr. Paul He is uh, expertise in epidemiology, clinical epidemiology, and he witnessed it all and watched them block the therapeutics, watched them push warp speed. He was the fly on the wall. So introduce yourself, because if I try, it would take an hour. You got quite the pedigree. And then let's get into what you want to impart to this audience today. And
0: thanks for being here. Thank you very much, Alex. What an honor and a pleasure. So look, the bottom line is my background training is in uh, evidence-based medicine, clinical epidemiology, out of University of Toronto, Oxford in England. McMaster in Canada, et cetera. Um, I worked for the World Health Organization 2019 and then the World Health Organization asked me to be a pandemic advisor in evidence-based medicine, et cetera, which is my function. Around May of 2020, um, persons in the Trump administration asked me to go to Washington to join the administration uh, to work at Health and Human Services to provide support to the president and uh, what they were doing in terms of the response. And I guess, again, I'm so honored to be here. The message that I want to give today to the American people is this. I've listened to Alex many times and I've listened to other people. I mean, I'm an academic scientist and I can say I work with people like Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Harvey Wish, Dr. Howard Tenenbaum, these people, Dr. Richard Osso, et cetera. We looked at all of the science from the beginning of this pandemic, January, February in America 2020 to today. There is no science anywhere in the world, none, where any lockdown worked to curb transmission of death. No science shows, no data, that any school closure, any mass mandate, any business closure. I want to say it as clearly as I can. The data is clear. Every single COVID policy failed. Every lockdown policy failed that Fauci, Francis Collins, Burks implemented. And it was devastating. Many, many people in America, particularly our children, committed suicide.
2: And you've been saying that for a long time, and now you're vindicated. And you're being attacked by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Everybody, if we put the headline up there, former Trump official, it was, quote, anti-vax. But I've read your writings. You're not anti-vax. No. You're anti-experimental vax. So you've been vindicated. Since they attacked you over a year ago, the CDC admits they lied. They covered up the data. You've been vindicated.
0: Yes, sir. And that's the key. A lot of us have been vindicated by the Uldorf, Gupta, Scott Atlas, myself, we fought for a focused protection because we saw out of the gate, February, March, April 2020, that COVID was amenable to risk stratification. And that meant that with age risk stratified approach, you strongly properly protect the vulnerable in your society, you use early treatments as needed, but you leave the rest of society 99.9% alone, let them live a normal life and deal with with their normal lives, deal with the pathogen, they would have developed natural immunity and we'd have gotten to herd immunity very early on. And you said that a long time ago, retarded. Now, multiple European governments are banning under 50 taking a shot. Yes, that is so. It's a big deal. Yeah, because they understand the devastation of the shot. Look, the mRNA gene delivery, I call it a gene delivery platform. Some people say it's a vaccine, some say inoculation. It has failed. The public needs to understand that it, has, it failed on Delta, it failed completely on Omicron with waning efficacy near immediately with negative efficacy, and it is, is very harmful. We know of the pericarditis, myocarditis, blood clotting, bleeding, etc. My message, Alex asked me, and I'll say it as bluntly as I can. Your child as a parent brings statistical zero risk to the table. There is no science today. No one has prosecuted the case as to why any healthy child. We know of the data. No healthy child, not one. I challenge anyone openly on this program, Fauci, Walensky, Francis Collins, anyone. No healthy child in America has gotten COVID and has died. That is the data. And what they're doing right now, the CDC and the FDA is a fraud. They are coming after children who have a zero risk, With a vaccine that is ineffective. Stay there, Dr. Alexander. This is powerful.
1: All right. Did you hear that? He is offering to debate the powers that be, or I guess the minions for the powers that be, who are pushing this so hardcore, which, by the way, shout out, Plandemic 3 comes out tonight on the high wire. Definitely check that out. The coercion was to a different level. I mean, it was, it's unbelievable when you go back and see these videos of what they did to try to get chill, give away $5 million for children to get, to get a shot, all this nonsense BS corruption. He's offering a debate. So all these people that get so amped up, oh, my God, he's got such an agenda, even though he's smeared, his whole life's ruined and he has no job. But, no, he's doing it to get famous. Why can't these, other th- these people that he named, Burks, Collins, Fauci, why won't they d- debate this man? Why won't anyone debate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. On, the, on, on vaccine safety? That's a whole other thing. We're not even going to go there. But why won't, people, uh, why won't people debate Dr. Paul Alexander? He's offering a debate. Last time I checked, when people don't engage in discussions, they have something to hide. Just a theory. Just a theory. He doesn't want credit. But if we don't give credit to the champions of truth, we are going to be lost. Shout out Jonathan Cogan's show subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're truth tellers. Dr. Paul E.
2: Alexander, two and a half years ago, working at the White House with President Trump, with Health and human services, began to warn the world they're blocking therapeutics, began to warn about the shots, and he's been heavily demonized and listed as the top 11 disinformation operatives by the Southern Poverty Law Center and others that they're trying to destroy. But two and a half years later, totally vindicated. It was the real scientist and the real researchers and
1: the real healthcare workers and doctors that put the brakes on this thing worldwide. And so that's really important, by the way. It seems like on the Internet, everybody's behind the shot. Everybody's behind the corruption. But the truth is a lot of it's fabricated. The vast majority of people in real life know what's going on. They know the truth and that they manufacture this narrative with bots and a whole bunch of BS things and tactics on Facebook and Twitter. It's not real. Talk to anyone you know. They know this is going on. That's really important. And there's so many truth tellers out there fighting for you, fighting for you. It doesn't seem like it because they're censored and you don't know about it. But there are hard people at work trying to save the kids. And there's a ton of them. So don't be pessimistic. You should be optimistic. Even though the whole world economy is collapsing and they still are pushing the shots, we're going to win in the end. It's just going to take maybe a decade.
2: Round of applause. I know you don't want that. You're trying to stop the next big push here, Dr. Alexander. But just today, they released Canadian government documents where they knew ivermectin did a great job. Uh, The British Medical Journal comes out and says 93% of deaths are the triple vaxxed. I mean, it's not about saying we told you so, but my Lord, censored, attacked, demonized, targeted, myself, you, and countless other patriots, and now we're vindicated, and they hope this thing just blows over. What? Speak to when you first woke up and started speaking out. And then what do you make of the head of the CDC and others going, OK, we lied to you, but it's no big deal. Yeah, we covered up the advocacy.
0: I mean, this is so big. Well, I mean, look, the, the, the fact of the matter is the CDC and the NIH and they today are running back was including Fauci to try to see when Walensky said that, you know, we have made some dramatic mistakes and errors and we are trying to correct and there's going to be a reorganization. We
2: covered up the safety.
0: as a quote. Yeah. And, and that is the key. The key here is we can't let these people off the hook. The reason being is that for over two years, we have provided data. We've provided science to these people directly, not just in the news and writing and publishing. Some of us have communicated with them direct. The fact of the matter is the CDC and the NIH, et cetera, they are not. they weren't following the science. They were averse to the science and working against the science and working against us. And they would send the attack dogs, including the media out, to punish us, to slander and smear us and cancel us. And a lot of us have been hurt. We've been hurt devastatingly, particularly financially, but we made the decision, particularly when we came out, that this battle, this is the hill that we are prepared to lay our best battle down on. Because parents, particularly, and the public needs to understand, we saw the data on the lockdowns. We saw the the harms. We saw the children who were committed suicide. Look. We had reports coming up into the White House with parents taking their their young children into the emergency room, unresponsive in their arms, telling the doctors, during the lockdowns and school closures, Doc, we think we might have killed the child because we have been physically abusing each other. And today we beat the child. The lockdowns and school closures.
1: Record suicide,
2: record family violence, record
1: hell. Yes, record fentanyl deaths, too. Let's not forget the fentanyl deaths that are deliberately being pushed across the border from China into through Mexico. And they are trying to kill us from within our own government. Our own government's doing this or it has a part in it.
0: Devastated America. And we have to we need proper public inquiries. Proper. This is United States of America. Legal inquiries of Fauci, Walensky, Francis Collins, Birx, Francis Albert Buller. And by the way, suddenly the the CNN's head analysts,
2: suddenly uh, all their people are coming out saying, oh, we shouldn't do masks, we're
0: wrong, because they know they've been caught. Of course they've been caught. We had publications over a year, two years now showing that those blue surgical masks, those white cloth masks were highly ineffective. CDC had a study in 2020 that showed that the mask didn't work for respiratory flu-like illnesses. Uh, Oxford group also did a study in around july 2020 same thing we knew that the masks were entirely ineffective and even harmful those masks are very toxic to young children should not be used in young for those who ch- don't know explain it the carbon dioxide alone oh yeah well i mean there's a deprivation of oxygen and there's carbon dioxide buildup not only that the masks, the little fibers and stuff they get this and, and get down deep inside of the lungs and could cause serious pathology. So, when we looked at all of the data we published in Brownstone Institute, we looked at all of the data, over 150 pieces of evidence that showed that you were a pioneer writing papers
1: warning people. Oh yeah. I... do you understand that it's opposite day every day of the week? Everything they tell us is good, that is good for us is seriously bad for us. And if they say that someone you sh- is is a misinformation spreader, or you shouldn't listen to them, you should go listen to them. I'm pretty convinced that if you go the exact opposite way that they want you to go, you're going to have a very successful and happy life, and you'll know the truth.
0: I wrote a lot for Brownstone, Jeff Tucker's group, and um, uh, one of my papers on natural immunity was, is actually used by people even in the Congress and in the Senate informally. They use it as part of legal cases. Lawyers all over the world write me. I put together all of these studies to show that natural immunity from day one Fauci et al. Wolinski knew that natural immunity was long-term, bulletproof, almost lifelong, much more superior than vaccine. But if you said that he was a medical doctor, they'd censor you. They, they would destroy you. They would take your income, take your license. They came after me, ravaged myself. Yet we showed them a study that showed that people who are alive almost a hundred years after the Spanish flu, when we looked at their blood, we found. Uh, uh, immu- immunological response to the Spanish flu nearly 100 years post exposure. It showed us that natural immunity was bulletproof and lifelong. Let me ask you this again. You don't want to toot your
2: horn. You're one of the main trailblazers. What would it have been like if thousands of prominent scientists and doctors and insiders like yourself hadn't gone public? They said they wanted the lockdown to be forever.
0: Of course. And I think um, it's about a core 12, 15 of us who talk to people like Alex we go on his show. We speak. Um, had it not been for us, they would have run roughshod over the entire United States and the world. We have been the rate-limiting step, and we begged. We've begged doctors, particularly clinical doctors, to step up. Many have come to us and said, "Look, you people are you people are stronger than us. We can't take the chance because we will be destroyed." Our practices will be closed, and we can't take the challenge. But instead, the me. children get
2: destroyed because of their cowardice.
0: Well, this is the thing. You use the word, I would use the word cowardice too. I think doctors at the end of this should head, hang their heads in shame across Canada, UK, Australia, the United States. But they did not stand up and push back against the governments, particularly on the issue of natural immunity, particularly on the issue of the use of early treatment. They should have used it and on pushing these vaccines. That and what's do. crazy is, I'm not a scientist like you, but
2: everybody knows that natural immunity is 99% effective on average for decades and decades. As you said, almost 100 years from studies. Fauci was in the videos saying decades ago, it, it, the best thing is natural immunity. But then later they said, you saw the, the, the Surgeon General last year said, oh, natural immunity is not even good.
0: Well, I mean, look, how else do you want me to see it? Fauci misled, he was duplicitous. I would actually say in state... Anthony Fauci lied. Every time he stated that natural immunity was inferior and we did not have the studies to prove, that was a blatant deception. He knew better than that. He knew that natural immunity was superior. Not just second, the second line acquired adaptive immunity. We are talking also about a natural innate immunity, which is the first line of defense that children bring to the table. And he knew that children are a very, very potent player in the immunological landscape. And that if you vaccinate children with these vaccines, we run the risk of subverting that innate response that could devastate the response. And, and, and look, you don't like to speculate.
1: Anthony Fauci is an, a bad dude. Um, so you already know that though. Um, so I don't know if you saw, but uh, it was in Congress or the Senate, whatever, the, like a couple of days ago, uh, Dr. or er, Dr. Uh, senator paul uh played anthony fauci's video there's a video of anthony fauci on the internet that says that he's been interviewed and someone he's being asked that if someone got the flu many decades like a decade ago or something that they got if they got the flu should they get the flu vaccine he goes if they really got the flu they should not get the flu vaccine the best immunity you can have is actually being infected and having natural immunity do not get the vaccine but then over the last two years, it was, we don't care what you have. Get the fucking jab, you idiot. Get the jab or be an anti-vaxxer, anti-everything, and you're a terrible human being. and should be shunned and locked in your home forever or, like, beat down by the police. Evil. Evil, evil, evil. Look up that video on the Internet. Hey, we'll come back from break and talk about it, but
2: obviously I saw Pfizer videos three years ago where they said a shot like this before they released it would erase immunity. Now we know it's a race immunity.
1: Aren't they trying to create bubbles? Also, when you get a chance, if you're still on Twitter, the propaganda machine, you can look up the hashtag FauciLiedPeopleDied. You'll see some interesting stuff.
0: Children or boy in the bubble who don't have immune systems? Of course, because right now we have the study, Alex, the studies that show us that the vaccine, these COVID, particularly the mRNA platform, is subverting the immune system and causing serious, serious problems and damaging the immune response. So we are going to, right now, we are seeing children presenting with hepatitis, issues around uh, polio, et cetera, uh, diseases and illnesses they did not have before. By locking down our children and masking them, every restrictive uh, step that we took, we weakened and dampened the immune system that needs to be taxed and tuned up. Again, you don't hear much about it, but I, I, I work a lot with Gerd van den Bosch on this. The innate immune system of a child, after maternal antibodies weigh four to six months or so, must be exposed to pathogen you cannot lock a child down or mask them and prevent uh, stay there daughter. this is critical we'll come back with this it's the fourth
1: man this is this is uh this is important stuff so all right let me get back into it so uh, a big takeaway here though there's an the agenda at play you know that people want the truth i'm doing my best to give you the truth So if you can, this will be censored big time. And I'm being shadow banned. Please share this podcast link with someone you know that needs to hear the truth or is somehow still asleep and and, and really just needs to wake up and needs to learn the facts or just people are interested in this and need to know what's going on. This is a really good source. Please share it. I really, really appreciate it. Please go to patreon.com forward slash ownership economy. Subscribe and go to Rumble and subscribe to the new Rumble channel because we are done with YouTube. Well, we've been done. I'm still posting some videos on there to try to lead people to Rumble, although it's interesting. In the YouTube description of a video, you can put a URL to anywhere else except Rumble. They don't let you put Rumble in there. Hmm. Rumble's taking over, baby. It's rumble.com forward slash ownership
0: economy. Please subscribe. Dong's hood. They were the wrong move. He took bad guidance from Fauci on books. And he must stand up against these COVID gene injections. These injections have failed. He, In his capacity, it will go a long way in helping us. We are out there battling the vaccine makers with this vaccine and they're causing harms. We need his voice, particularly to protect our children.
1: By the way, I skipped a little bit ahead. They're talking about Donny J. Trump. They're talking about Trump.
0: Well, please continue. You know what I mean? Uh, how else can I say it? I think I think from my point of view, from what I have seen, what I've heard, I mean, there are people who came to me, let's use the term anonymously, because they feared, they feared for their careers at NIH, at CDC, at FDA. And I mean, they feared for their safety and their family. And they, they, they discussed with me while I was at the HHS, just opposite the Capitol building. And they said, you know, Paul, we like what you're saying behind the scenes. We cannot say what you're saying, but we agree with you. And the fact of the matter is, you know, I had this relationship with people where they would confide in me pretty much. And uh, basically what I understood was, do you have these alphabet agencies with the deep state? And the deep state is real. I worked there, I can tell you. The deep state is that bureaucracy. And they worked and they conspired. They basically explained to me their job on a day-to-day basis was to make President Trump's presidency in terms of the lockdowns and the response, unmanageable, ungovernable, and chaotic. And if I have
2: the quote right, Redfield
0: admitted this to you. Well, I mean, uh, 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 Dr. Redfield, I I asked him one day about the uh, social distancing. Let me give you an example. And I said, you know, Dr. Redfield, where do we get the science? Where do we get the science, the CDC, about this social distancing? And uh, Dr. Redfield basically explained that it was made up. And um, I can tell you that when Scott Gottlieb said that post-red field, I, I knew I was vindicated because I was saying that it was made up, and I got that from the CDC. And when Scott Gottlieb said it, it there was no scientific basis. We just arbitrarily made up CDC six feet, and uh, there was no science to back it up. And we we closed society, we locked schools down, we damaged businesses. We people committed suicide over that six feet rule. That six feet rule people ended people's lives. Incredible! And, and, and so, why do you
1: think the rats are leaving the city? They made it up. The social distancing was made up. This is massive. But you know what? In the mainstream news, this is even a blimp on the radar. This is the scandal of centuries, of centuries. Billions of people took this thing. Millions of people followed these directions for two years, and some still are, which is shocking to me, but it's amazing. They need to be held accountable. That's so important. Accountability is so important. It cannot happen again. It
2: now because it obviously didn't go the way they wanted it to. How do you think as an expert and insider, they were planning it to go versus the way it's gone, and how would you describe the political, biomedical, ethical climate we're in right now?
0: Well, I think the, the climate that we're in right now is not a good climate. And I think that they did not understand that the McCullough's in this world, the Harvey Rishers, the myself, people like yourself, etc. And I'll even give credit to people like Laurie, Ingram on Fox, even to Tucker Carlson on Fox, who are fighting. Those are the ones in the media who are giving us the platforms and the forums. They didn't anticipate us that we would push back. And that whilst all of these scientists and doctors stood down to protect their salaries, that we decided to fight. And I think if we did not, they would have overrun the society. I think parents right now have, were so confused. And when we saw the recent Kaiser re- report that only four to 5% of parents have taken the, sh- the, the shot post the FDA approval of the of the six month to five year old vaccine, that was vindication for us because that showed us that parents are critical thinkers now. And they're listening to what we're saying. I was about to say, as bad as everything's been, they're they're having the
2: lowest uptake of vaccines. Period. Even though some vaccines are good, obviously they can have side effects or problems. We should admit that. But this isn't a vaccine. But but the super low unta- uh, uptake
0: of the new booster of all this. The people have really woken up. It seems. Yes, the people have woken up, and, and the challenge with that then is what we call it as the deep state or or the, or the players involved there. They seem they're not going to stop. They have just authorized this bivalent booster. That was my next question. What are they going to do next? <laughs> the bivalent booster, it's almost dead on arrival before it even leaves because on one hand, it, it includes the Wuhan strain, which is the present Wuhan strain that is causing all of the, of, the, of the variants that we see emerging. And it's based on a BA5 clade subvariant that we know by the time they bring it will actually be, be displaced by other variants. So we'd have the same problem. We, in other words, if you want to keep this pandemic ongoing for 100 more years, you keep vaccinating the public using these mRNA vaccines in the exact same way. You change nothing. This will never end. And they know that. The powers but are not everybody's the top. Think about that.
1: Think about what he just said. That is so, this is so important. That is so damn important. If you want to keep this going forever, if you want the pandemic to last forever, keep vaccinating. Well, they keep vaccinating. Do they perhaps want this to go forever? Hmm. Conspiracy there. Get the fuck out of here. This isn't goddamn conspiracy. Excuse my language, but sh- come on. Shit. This is crazy. They want it to go forever. They've proved they want it to go forever. They're going to jag you till you're dead. And they're going to manipulate you until you give in to what they're doing and you give away all your freedoms or your privileges, whatever you want to call them. It's sick. It's wrong. They must be held accountable. But the Great Awakening Part 2 is happening in the world, baby. The world is waking up, and I love it. It's an apolitical movement. Shout out. Please subscribe to the Jonathan Cogan Show. Back to it. Scientists,
2: explain this to us. Like we're like, well, like we're uh, freshman high schoolers. Does, I, I mean, explain it to us. How giving them the shot keeps it going. Well,
0: well, the thing about it is the reality is that this vaccine uh, became non-neutralizing. So that means that the, 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 that the antibodies that were induced originally were not neutralizing the virus. That means stopping infection or transmission. So once we got antibodies that were non-neutralizing, we know from basic immunology and biology that once you vaccinate using a non-sterilizing, non-neutralizing vaccine that induces non-neutralizing antibodies that will not eliminate or stop the virus, then you are going to cause selection pressure to play a role. Natural selection, Darwinian natural selection will select the variants that are most fittest and hardiest, those will overcome the vaccinal pressure, immune pressure, and become enriched in the environment. Those will become the new dominant variants, as you have seen in Omicron. So they're using us as the factory to create the new virus. Well, putting it the way you're saying it, again, if you keep vaccinating the way we have with these mRNA platforms, this pandemic will never end. We will go from infectious, and Good, van den Bosch has warned, and I take his warning very seriously, that it's not just about an infectious variant that will emerge. It is going to be a potentially virulent, lethal one that could actually threaten humanity. So this is a very serious matter. These vaccines... And I know exactly what they're doing. They know what... If we keep taking these
1: vaccinations for COVID, Van den Bosch is a very well-known scientist. I believe he's in France. But check me on that. Um, that this is going to eventually mutate into something that is really lethal for humanity, and it seems like that's where they want to get to. So they're going to come out with boosters galore until that happens. We need to stop this. This is serious. Think about that. That is a big deal. That is a big, big deal.
0: They're doing it. Must be stopped.
2: You're talking about man. This is so sick. What about all the reports that it lowers immunity?
0: Of course it lowers immunity. We have a lot of science right now that shows it suppresses the immune system. We've actually, we have science to show, to show that if you already COVID recovered and you have natural immunity, your recovered immunity in place, and you layer it with vaccinal antibodies, the immunity from the vaccine, you are more likely going to end up in a hospital. We have research from Kramer, Materiodakis. Sure, we'll talk about the next segment,
2: but just a layman point, we don't, I guess, have the numbers. Even if a minority
0: of fools keep taking the shots, they're going to be the petri dish or the incubator for the superpowers. Yeah, yes, of course. And and, and and the reality about it is there is no way out of the box that we are in unless we stop this vaccine program. We have to stop it. And if you at this point go, if children are in the crosshairs right now, if we go towards these children and vaccinate these children, the science is. Ex- well, uh, let's talk.
1: I mean, this is this is sick. This is so sick.
0: Leave the fucking children alone. Damn it. It's a devastated United States. And I think Fauci and books and Francis Collins, and they knew what they were doing. They were damaging the society with these lockdowns. And I think um, history will show that the lockdowns that happened in America was probably the greatest public health decision. Oh, ever.
2: America was the most productive, spun up dynamo. It hadn't come back since then.
0: no. It has not. We, 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 we're in a lot of trouble. And with the new administration, I mean, as you can see, I think that um, uh, some, some modelers said that it will take the rest of the 21st century, so that's 80 more years, for the United States to get back to where it was. And the, the devastating effects on children emotionally, psychologically, education-wise. Uh, they... And notice China would only lock down a city to sell the idea. They didn't lock their whole country down. No. And uh, that's another thing, you know, we, that's why we need the investing. We need proper I didn't even know that. So China, well,
1: now we're definitely censored to share this podcast. Um, lock down a city for everyone else to lock down their countries. I didn't know that. That's super interesting.
0: Investigation. And there, there have been some recent really good discussions between um, uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. and this Sachs guy. And uh, it was very interesting, a recent publication uh, so, what they were talking about uh the, the that that unison between EcoHealth and uh Chapel Hill University Peter Dazic. Uh, yep, and it, it raises a lot of a lot of issues and what I wanted to say, Alex, is this that for the American but for you, I did a stint at Johns Hopkins in two thousand and one in biological warfare. I had the, the privilege of working under Donald Henderson, who eradicated smallpox Small program in bioterrorism, I wanted to learn How did you could defend a city from biological attack back then? And uh, we looked at smallpox, anthrax, Q fever, et cetera. The thing is, for me as as a scientist and somebody with background in biowarfare and stuff, I look at it from this point of view. It could have been the United States government, the military, let's see, and would have been prudent on their part to do some sort of research, background research, on if these viruses and pathogens could be weaponized by bad actors in the world and used against United States, how would we be able to respond? The issue is were other people, did they get into the system and did they use this whatever was being done nefariously? Did they use this against United States? Was this uh, a deliberate release? Was this an accidental release? What, what really happened here? We need a proper, proper examination. Well, even the British Medical Journal is now saying looks like it was done uh, as a lab-made product. So they're, they're having to basically admit that now. Absolutely, this was lab-made. They, all of the evidence about wet markets, zoonosis, spillover, that is, that is garbage. That is not real. All signs point to this being man-made in a laboratory. They took it out of the wild, of course, but they took it into the lab and they juiced this up.
1: Another conspiracy theory proven true, just like every
0: other one over the past three years. They introduced the furin cleavage site, and they made this very infectious and lethal. And I guess the point is, I want to shift quickly to the children, because this is very important. Children come, and, and I take a lot of tone from Dr. Van den Bosch, so I'm speaking from that point of view. Children come with what we call their first line of immune defense, called the innate immunity, all children. After the maternal antibodies wean, children must initiate and kickstart this innate immune system. It's the first line of defense on the immunological battlefield. The reality is, though, that what we've found is that if you vaccinate with these COVID injections, the antibodies derive their, their high affinity, they have much more binding affinity to the spike antigen. They would subvert and out-compete the innate antibodies that children bring. And the, the innate immune system in children will not be properly trained. Why is this important? That that immune training that a child goes through very early on in life, that these vaccines would subvert, helps a child's immune system to differentiate what belongs to the child and what belongs to other. So that the immune system of a child learns pretty early on for the rest of their life, what it should attack that does not belong to it, and what it should leave alone. So they're
2: destabilizing children. They're not just going to have their immune system erased. They're going to have allergies.
0: But we're beginning to see that now. We children are going to have what we call autoimmune reactivity. That's the issue. A lot of allergic reactions and autoimmune disease is going to escalate in the future because in that ability to differentiate self from non-self, that is what autoimmune disease is. Children are going to. As Van den Bosch said in using his terminology, we run the risk of placing children on a path towards death. Well,
2: well, you were a trailblazer exposing this early on. So speculating,
0: 35,000 of you, the whole thing was incredibly premeditated. I absolutely think think that whatever was happening in the beginning in terms of if there was research taking place that involved the United States military, government, etc., it may have had may have had a benevolent view at that point but somewhere in there other players got involved particularly pharma particularly places like Pfizer and Moderna that is a money-making venture also that exactly they- so the Pentagon worked to like deal with threats that actually made the weapon
2: because that's what they do they they, they they build a response to weapons money may do and then somebody else grabbed it up and used it because we mentioned the British Medical Journal and others they're now saying not only was it made in the lab, but maybe the U.S. made it, which yeah. is what the Chinese said two and a
0: half years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and look, Alex, let, let, let's, be, let's be fair here. If you told me that the United States government, because of this former Soviet Union, because of China, because of other nations, were engaging in biological research, I would sit back and say, well, you know, that's probably very risky stuff. But if they know what they're doing and they could safeguard the society in case of a biological attack, well, then they should. Now, it has to be done prudently and the way it should be. The question becomes, were other players involved who usurped what was being done for proper benevolent means? Did they take advantage of this? Did they get in there? Look, I'll be as frank as I could. Was this virus used to damage President Trump? i Am our scientist? Well, Fauci said the first month of Trump, there'll be a new novel virus that challenges him. Well, yes, there was a new novel virus that challenged him, but 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 what we've seen is that in the response to this virus, we knew very early on that as long as you protected the elderly and the vulnerable in society, even with this initial Wuhan strain, you protect them properly, strongly. We use early treatment. We told them what they needed to do. You use early treatment. You use vitamin D3, etc. But you let the rest of society live normal lives. We did not need to lock down. We don't need to close schools and cause so much suicides. We could have let everybody live normally, become immune naturally, and we'd have been done of this way before we are today. We have now generated Omicron variant with this vaccine. Which is why they never created a vaccine for the cold, right? Because it would create mutants. Of course. They, you, it's almost impossible for you to create a vaccine for a, a respiratory type virus because it's... So much mutations that take place. So I'm not a scientist like you, but I know that. So obviously they knew what this would do. Yes, they knew what this was. And they know that if you continue, as we were saying in the earlier segment, if you continue vaccinating with a non-neutralizing vaccine, which this is, that introduces non-neutralizing antibodies, you cannot stop transmission and you cannot stop infection. You therefore cannot cut the chain of transmission. With a vaccine that does not stop infection or transmission. In your own words, though, you're saying this, this statistically could create a super virus. Absolutely, because we are going from infectious variant after infectious variant. And there's a chance always, because of the selection pressure that you are placing on the antigen, that a very lethal uh, subvariant can emerge. Absolutely. And I know they can't do it in a lab, but with billions of people, they can create it. Well, we are, the, we are the playground. And uh, as you see, with this new bivalent booster that Pfizer and they are pushing. Uh, based <laughs> well, that's what Bill Gates famously said two and a
2: half years ago. Is, this is really just a test. But the terrorists, he sees as humanity, are about to release a vial that will kill billions. He's telling you we're the terrorists. He sees the humans as bad. And the joke is they're going to make us
0: create the thing that kills us. Yeah. And uh, Alex, you know, what is devastating here is they have brought this bivalent vaccine that they're touting based on research on eight mice. Just eight Let's p- talk about the eight mice when we come right back. Okay. The rage.
1: Unbelievable. And all eight mice, all eight mice. Dot all of them. Similar
2: syndromes in chickens and poultry where they vaccinate them over and over again against different types of bird flu and different uh, different. Uh, viruses, and then suddenly it doesn't work anymore, but they have a master vaccine they give, but then the the bird mutates and has all these diseases and all these problems. It's almost like a zombie that's still alive. So in layman's terms, so we understand it, they admit the mainline science that giving people shots during a pandemic over and over again will naturally select and create a super virus.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the the danger is that you don't ever um, vaccinate into a pandemic, into an epidemic or pandemic because there's tremendous infectious pressure out there on the um, mountain immune response. And the reality is that you want the antibodies that are induced to be neutralizing antibodies that are going to eliminate the virus. that is going to stop infection, stop transmission, stop replication. We do not have that here. And that's the issue. As long as you place pressure, you you are placing pressure on the antigen so much so that you are causing it To evolve, And I think the issue here is those involved, they seem to underestimate the evolutionary capacity of the virus to adapt and evolve to the pressure from the lockdowns to the masks. But then Bill Gates says he wants to kill us, so you're saying, oh, they're making a mistake. Looks pre-planned to me. It looks, to be honest with me, as I said before, if, if you wanted to keep this pandemic ongoing nonstop, and for us to generate infectious variant after infectious variant, then we keep using these sorts of uh, uh, mRNA uh, vaccines, gene platform delivery systems. And you would get infectious variant after infectious variant emergent. You will never be able to stop because we cannot cut the chain.
2: of. And that's why they keep doing the boosters. And after every booster, whether it's Israel or Australia or the U.S.,
0: Sickness spikes after every shot. Well, and w- yes. And what we're seeing is that you are now on what we call the booster treadmill. You can't get off of it. So now they went from six, eight months to six months to four months to two months. Now it's we are seeing data that's showing us that in a matter of weeks that the vaccine efficacy, it wanes so, uh, down into negative efficacy territory. So that means it's not only that it's zero, it, the, the vaccine is actually driving infection. That's what we are seeing. We are seeing there's some good studies, by uh, good research by Fantini et al. And one by Liu et al. That shows us that what is happening is that the induced antibodies that are non-neutralizing, they can still, they're not just useless, they can still bind to the spike antigen. But in binding, they are giving the virus a property it did not have before. They give the virus a very infectious property. In other words, the vaccinated person becomes infected. So this was never a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We knew, we knew very early on, this was a pandemic of the vaccinated and the CDC lied to the public by running to the podium and saying, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. What the CDC did was, most of the infections, cases, hospitalizations and death post-vaccine happens right then about the first week. So the CDC redefined what being vaccinated was and they claimed that you have to get to 14 days post for you to be considered vaccinated. So if you are four day after the vaccine and you got hospitalized or even died, CDC counted you as an unvaccinated person. And that was the lie. That was the deceit that forced, that caused them to push more vaccines and the boom. Did you hear that? I need to make sure that you heard that. So
1: if you got vaccinated, and you got hospitalized and died seven days after, you, dec- you were declared that you died probably from COVID because no matter what you had, they just said you were with COVID, and you were unvaccinated. You had to survive past 14 days. So how many people went to the hospital or died or have been injured from the vaccine from z- day zero to day 13? That did not count, even though they've been jabbed. That is deception at a whole other level. And that we cannot stand for that. We need to tell the truth. We need to get the truth out there.
0: boosters they actually redefined vaccination, which is actually a fraudulent step by the CDC. So, so can it stop this great mutagenic?
1: Oh, don't worry. We're just going to change the definition of the word that we've had for decades so it can match our narrative. But don't worry. Anyone who argues is a conspiracy theorist. Godzilla rising, with so many are refusing.
0: Or do they just need a small target group to be able to incubate this next mutation? Well, I think when you even listen to Dr. McCullough or myself or other uh, Van den Bosch, etc., we are calling for a cart blind stop. We want a hard stop on this vaccine across the board for all age groups. There is no evidence right now, no science that shows us that the emergency is done. We have no more emergency. Omicron us a mild cold now. I mean, we still have to protect high... But ref- if people keep taking the shot, it can create the super virus. Yes, if you keep vaccinating people, we will
1: never stop. All right, final segment with our amazing... Unbelievable. What is it going to take here? Let's finish it up with Dr. Paul Alexander.
0: That actually it's the third shot and the fourth shot, so the, the first boost and second, that we're actually seeing... Vaccinated becoming highly infected, and, and I mean, by the way, they have at least a British Medical Journal 93% of people dying triple vax. So that's why they yes. had to fire three FDA boards to finally get one that would approve this. So they know what they're doing. Yes, when well, explain this. Well, well, I mean, in terms of the triple vax, yeah, well, I mean, the thing about it is what we the data actually settled itself out to show us that not with the first vaccine, the first shot, or the second. Uh, we began to see deaths post second shot, but with the third shot, the booster, and the fourth, what we actually saw in like the Scottish state and they took their reporting down, and the UK was that there was a surge in infections, hospitalizations, and deaths, and it was a very scary situation. To the sense that when we looked at the studies by Fantini et al, that it helped explain to us why, why would a vaccinated person Become so much more infected than an unvaccinated person. And they laid out the, 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 the mechanisms. And do
2: that. But it, what's it crazy is, for those of you in, it's now admitted mainstream news, the shot makes you sick, erases yes. your immune system.
0: Yes. Well, the science is clear now. We have the data across the world that tells us that those who take the vaccine now, look, you just have to look at your, look around you and your family Look at your friends and your colleagues and your co-workers. How many of them have had the vaccine, boosters included, and have gotten very sick? How many of them, All have, of gone, them. have gotten reinfected? So no one is saying, no one is saying, and this is, I, I want to be very clear here. No one is saying that COVID was not a problem. COVID presented a serious problem. It was made in the lab. It was released. It was- yes, but it was a problem for high-risk persons today. We know still that the median age of death is 82. You need to understand something. The, the, the age of death for COVID actually is the, 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 the normal life expectancy is about 77, 78, 79. The average median age of death, average age of death to a person who dies around 82. COVID has not cut people's lives short. That's a very important thing. So they have made this pathogen that we could have managed with early treatment that we could have managed with proper protection of the high-risk persons, particularly morbidly obese persons. We could have managed this, but they took this and they made it into a catastrophe and they're not stopping. Now they're pushing this bivalent. uh, uh. I I need to rehash this because I find this to be
1: one of the most interesting things that you could possibly say to someone. The average age of death from someone who contracted COVID was 82 years old. The average life expectancy of a human depending on the country, 77, 78, 79. And you're going to vaccinate six-month-olds, 12-year-olds, 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, 80 people who were alive past life expectancy were at risk, that were dying. And they tricked you into thinking that everybody had the same risk, that every age stratification had the same risk profile. That is evil, and that is worse than wrong. That is a crime against humanity. That's as deep as it gets. All right, we're wrapping this up, and then we'll talk about the economy imploding, which was all done on purpose, and just civil unrest about to take over Western Europe, especially Germany. I think we're going to see Germany fall, unfortunately, but
0: we'll see. A booster, and all we see down the line is more infectious variants. So we need to stop. Spark- I mean, I've shown the numbers, mainline from the UN's own numbers. Every time they give a
2: booster shot, the, the sickness and hospitalization and death skyrockets. Absolutely, and that's what the data. I'm not a doctor, but if a, if a rattlesnake bites me and my leg swells up, the rattlesnake did it. Or if a spider bites me, or if I drink liquor and get drunk, I'm not a doctor, but I know that the liquor made me drunk. Well, I mean, this is killing people. I mean, you can see it. It's not you know, like, like if you got up and punched me in the face, and my nose was bloody. I don't need to be an epidemiologist or a pathologist or a doctor to know you punched me in the nose. I have a bloody nose. Or you know, I mean, it, it's causal. It's it's
0: prima facie. Yes, but is because in the past, from since SARS one two thousand and three, they have done many many experiments using this mRNA gene delivery platform. That's right. For All decades, failed. they're secretly testing and and magically, they roll it out. Yeah, but 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 the key is they failed. All of the prior studies on the animal models and stuff failed. Many of the animals got sick, and many of them died.
2: That's right. All of them failed. They could that they admitted mainstream news. It was a dead technology, and then
0: suddenly. They roll it out, knowing it was going to fail. Yes, well, that's the thing. They, and and what the public needs to understand is this. Up to today, no cost-benefit, no risk-benefit analysis has ever been done, whether on the response in terms of lockdowns, whether on these vaccines, in terms of what was the optimal approach for this. Let me ask you this question, doctor. If
2: they know they have a failed gene therapy, gene platform, platform, why roll a failed? Because if it's meant to help us, it's failed. But if it's meant to hurt us, it works great. Like UT, as you know, did studies eight nine years ago with Fauci under Obama, and they found the rats died taking the stuff. So, like a gun to like cure your headache doesn't work, but to kill you, it does. So we're looking at it as like, why does it? Why are they rolling out something that's failed?
0: But if it's meant to hurt you and slowly kill you, it, it's a big success. Well, absolutely. If you ask me, if 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 Dr. Alexander. If you wanted to create a bioweapon, if you wanted to create a biological weapon today that can slow kill, harm and slow kill the population, I will tell you, bring these mRNA gene platforms exactly like this. Exactly how you have this, bring it. This is a biological weapon to me that has been released. And I have biological terrorism, bioterrorism training in my background. The reality is what should be shocking people is this. Recently, the FDA approved this bivalent, uh, new shot based on the Wuhan strain plus the BA4, BA5 clade subvariant as the component of the vaccine. But what do we know? We know that the only human data came from the BA1 strain. Therefore, it's not even applicable to the BA5. What they have based their decision on with the BA5 that they just approved, the, the bivalent shot, was based on eight mice. A rodent study, eight mice have now decided the fate of the United States and potentially the world that follows America. They want to investigate, they want to vaccinate 200 million Americans based on data from eight mice. And we even have information that mice actually got COVID. So the study failed. So we don't understand what's going on with the FDA. The FDA, which should be our marquee. It's a hijacked organization. It's hijacked. We don't understand what's going on. They are not safeguarding the health and the welfare of the American people. The CDC d- fails right now. It's a political organization.
2: I agree. I want to take the last two minutes. But- so I'm going to end it there. But- but-